0: Why shouldn't somebody get into Airbnb right now?
1: Why shouldn't? That's a good question. Because usually I get like, why should they? Yeah. Why shouldn't they? Um, I would say the best answer is someone who's not interested in real estate, obviously, Mm -hmm. in any way, shape or form. And also people that just want to stay where they're at. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I think that, you know, the Airbnb is just one of the different veins that you could um, use to get your foot in the door um, when it comes to the real estate space, so many different things you could do. Like we've learned, um, you know, through the programs and all these different things. But you know, you got wholesaling, you got flipping, all these different. I think that Airbnb is one of the easiest and fastest ways to start to see some income, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if you go the arbitrage route or the co-hosting route. Um,
0: what is so, arbitrage?
1: So rental arbitrage is basically the ability to rent a property on Airbnb that you rented. Mm. versus having to go out there and buy it. So in essence, how I like to explain it is that you're renting or buying a 12 month piece of time in a property and then you're enhancing that same exact property by furnishing it and then you're selling little blocks of time. Right. So it's Mm kind of like, in a way, think about when you, when you used to, uh, I don't know if you sold any candy or chips or something like that as a kid. Uh You would go to Costco and buy this big (laughs) box of chips or whatever. And then you would sell them one off. Right. So that's the idea behind the rental arbitrage space, um, or
0: process. Yeah, that was my first time in the principal's office. <laughs> <laughs> Selling candy. Yeah, my mom took me to Costco, and I had all the candy, and I'd take, I'd have a little lunch pail yep. with the ice pack in it to oh, keep all yeah. the candy so it wouldn't melt. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I'd be slanging it, and, uh, yeah, the principal awesome. didn't, <laughs> didn't like awesome. it very much. Um, but, yeah, so... Why then, sh- with the current market, right? Mm-hmm. People say the interest rates are so high, you know, some rentals aren't penciling out as, as much as they used to. Like, is now still a good time to get into Airbnb or, yeah. You- yeah.
1: I would say yes, especially if you're going the route of arbitrage, because that interest rates and all of that doesn't matter when you're doing arbitrage. Because at the end of the day, you're renting out a property. The rent is gonna be fixed, at least for that period of time that you're renting it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so interest rates doesn't matter. Now, I would also say I would also argue, actually, that if you're going to go out there and buy the properties, um, you have an advantage as an Airbnb host because you're going to cash flow more than if you're just renting it out traditionally. Mm-hmm. So you could it's it literally is a, a tool inside of your toolbox when you know what to do with Airbnb and like managing and properties and, you know, you have your whole setup and all of that, because now you can. Outcompete your regular investor that is looking to buy properties just to f- traditionally rent them out. Mm-hmm. If you're going to Airbnb that exact same property, you have, you can afford to pay a little bit more points on interest rates, mm-hmm. you know? So I, for my students, the people at ProHost, uh, they have a competitive advantage. They know that they do. If they wanted to get into the market and start buying. And I think this is a great time for people who have real estate. Um, well, hosting experience with Airbnb. It's a great time to actually go out and buy these properties because there's very little competition.
0: Got it. Okay. And are you listing on all the platforms or are you just on Airbnb? Is there a is there an advantage to being on VRBO and all these other things? I there's,
1: there's definitely an advantage to being in multiple platforms. I'm personally just an Airbnb. Why? And I'll explain why. Yeah. The main reason is because I have mastered my price strategy to the point where just last year, we had a 91% occupancy wow. across all of our listings, right? So having that kind of occupancy being so high, I don't need extra eyeballs to fill in my calendar, right? So it's it's fine for me to do that. However, for those of you that are just getting started in Airbnb and maybe you're sitting at 50% occupancy, 60% occupancy, then it would be a good idea for you to add it into different other platforms so that you get more eyeballs and get more bookings. But if you're doing it right, you can just rely on one platform technically speaking, whether that be Airbnb or VRBO or HomeAway or whatever other Mm -hmm. ones.
0: Got it. So how is your occupancy at 91%?
1: Great question as well. Um, So the way that I that I do it and how we teach students at Prohost is we focus mainly on midterm rentals, right? So midterm rentals, for those that don't know, it's basically uh, renting out your property for 30 days plus or 28 days plus, right? So we price strategize and make our listings be appealing to people who are looking to rent months at a time. Mm-hmm. By doing this, we we take advantage of the occupancy being so high, right? Sure, you can make a little bit less money if you midterm rent it than if you short-term rent it, because usually there's more premiums in the little bites, but in the long run, having that longer, consistent, you know, uh, occupancy pays w- way better. Now, then after that, what we do, w- we, um strategize to get the midterm rentals, and then we fill in the gaps with short-term rentals. Mm -hmm. So how I teach the students is that the lead time for us to start reducing our prices, meaning from today to like, depending on the size of the property, from today to two weeks out, any nights that are not sold, we start to reduce our prices. The Mm -hmm. closer we are to the dates, the cheaper, the, the cheaper it is because we want to make sure that we're flash selling them right now that only happens from now to two or three weeks out, depending on the size of the property, you want to do it a little further out. Um, but what that does is that it allows us to have higher premiums on the nights that are beyond that time frame, And then we have a, a discounts that are called the length of stay discounts mm-hmm. that are only um, applicable or the people that can only take advantage of those discounts are people who are booking 30 days plus.
0: Right. Got it. So that's okay. part
1: of that par- uh, price strategy, where they could only get a favorable price if they're
0: booking longer term, and then we flash sell in between. Which that makes sense. Yeah. And so all of your long midterm rentals, um, the prospective buyers, or I guess uh, the the what are they hosts? Not not hosts. Uh, the guests. Yeah, the guests. So all these prospective guests, you're getting a lot of the midterm stuff on Airbnb because I thought you had to go find like certain websites that are just for midterm rentals.
1: No, you can actually get them through Airbnb as well. Gotcha. For sure. Yeah.
0: So that, that's huge. Yeah. So if you're brand new and want to get into the arbitrage space, like mm-hmm. where do I start? First thing you got to do is do market research, mm-hmm. and by that
1: I mean start off with what kind of guests are you going to attract in the location where you're at? Because I usually tell people to start in their backyard. And by that I mean like don't go into different markets if you could avoid it, right? Obviously there's scenarios where it's super difficult to do Airbnb because regulations, you know, California, New York, all these different places. I understand at that point you start opening up the radius and I like the proximity, but you know, for someone that's just starting out, I would say to start and get an Airbnb that's near hotels. And what I mean by that, because it's the simplest way of doing market research. What I mean by that is mostly you are piggybacking off of their market research by just posting up next to them and taking some of their business. That's my strategy. Mm-hmm. So my Airbnbs, when I, my very first one, I got it near like literally within walking distance of a hotel because I'm, I know that I'm going to bring a better product to the table mm-hmm. than a hotel will, right? Yes. I, it was a, a one bedroom apartment. It has a kitchen. I understood that people are gravitating towards uh airbnbs anyways they prefer airbnb some of some people than going into a hotel because you less more privacy you don't have to deal with lobby people are, are very much um introverted they don't want to deal with other people mm-hmm. so what I, the the i guess the thought process there is that you're literally doing what basically Burger King does. Mm-hmm. You ever seen a, a McDonald's in one corner? Next thing you know, <laughs> we're literally right next to it, there's a yeah. Burger King, there's a Wendy's, there's a Taco Bell. So we're literally just doing that. The hotel industry invested millions of dollars in market research before they built this building. Mm-hmm. They, ha- they know for certain that there's people that are going to book these nights. That's so smart. So literally just go and post up next to them and take some of their pie.